0: This episode of Zero to Travel is brought to you by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder with seven drive modes. The Pathfinder's available. Intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. This past weekend, I traveled. Yes, I traveled, and I've got some stories to tell. I will share a few of them with you in this show. Plus, Tis the season, it is the holidays, and I know people are out there looking for gifts, so I am going to bring you an awesome list of gifts for travelers, or for yourself as a traveler, you know, sometimes you gotta get a little something for yourself, Uh, for under 100 bucks, plenty of ideas for you when you get out there and uh, do your consumer thing, and also a shout out to somebody in this beautiful listening community Hey, what's up? It's Jason with ZeroToTravel.com. Welcome to the show. Thanks for hanging out, letting me bring a little travel into your ears today. This is the show to help you travel the world on your terms to fill your life with as much travel as you desire, no matter what your situation or experience. This year has been kind of the opposite of travel, right? We're all hunkered down. I'm looking around here in my loft office, my lawfus office. In Oslo, Norway. I moved into this place with my family about a month and a half ago. And I got to tell you, you know, I spent a decade as a nomad. I didn't live anywhere. I was just traveling around doing jobs and all sorts of things. You've probably heard some stories on the podcast. I I won't bore you with them right now, but I can tell you ever since my days as a nomad, I've never really been good at settling down. I should say I've never been that good at settling down in a traditional sense you know I know we're gonna be here for a while I know in my mind this isn't gonna prevent me from traveling this stuff that I'm bringing into my life but I gotta say I do struggle sometimes as I look around and see stuff I'm very critical with the things that I bring into my life and if they're not providing value to me in some way It's just another thing to deal with, right? Anytime you bring something into your life, it's something else you have to be responsible for or deal with in some way, regardless, in general. So I don't take that responsibility lightly. I mean, that's one of the things I think I loved about independent travel and one of the things I do love. You kind of have everything on your back like a turtle, right? You just have everything with you and you only have to worry about that stuff right there. It's not really worry is the wrong word, maybe, but you you don't have to, you don't have a lot of stuff to manage, right? This is another reason why I don't have a car right now, Well, I don't have a driver's license here in Norway. That's another story. But, uh, you know, a car is a responsibility. Yes, you can get more freedom, but you also have to change the tires in the winter, you know, maintain it, costs a lot of money. So it's just another thing to deal with, I guess. So anyway, you're kind of stuck with this rant right now because I just, uh, carried a monitor i ordered up a giant hill i've been working on a 13 inch laptop my whole life pretty much and uh, now i'm upgrading to uh, actually like a real office setup at home like a like a a monitor where i'm not staring at a small screen and you know i'm excited about it but again they shipped me the wrong monitor i had to go get the thing that's another thing to deal with so anyway my point is if i have one it's not a bad thing to be critical with the things you bring into your life and to ask yourself before you spend the money, hey, is this thing, you know, providing enough value to be worth my investment, my monetary investment and my time investment, really? And we can all equate the amount of hours we work to a dollar figure in some sense. And you know, have to look at it and see if it's worth it. And, you know, that was one of the reasons why I wanted to put together this list Today, that I'm sharing with you gifts for travelers that are under a hundred bucks. Each item's under a hundred bucks. And, you know, that's affordable. That's something that you could buy for somebody else or yourself. And these are all things that I consider to be things that I've brought into my life, possessions that have given me, you know, value. Like I was happy to have them in my life. They didn't take away from my my life they added to it in some way as much as like a possession can i guess so anyway i kind of wanted to preface it with that cuz i got some cool stuff on this list now i will tell you uh, a couple things first of all this is a republished episode from last year but i am adding a few different things onto the list which you'll hear at the end but i know you know you listen to a lot of podcasts and this time of year really everybody's looking for some gift ideas so you might want to give it a listen. It's a quick one and you can get those ideas. And also I will be sharing a few more additions to this list at the end. And uh, a couple other quick notes. There are some uh, things because it's a republished episode uh, that aren't true in the episode anymore. Like actually one of the items that was over $100 is now under $100, which is great because now it fits into the list. It's not a cheat. I had one cheat item that was over 100 bucks. Now it's under 100 bucks, which is awesome. So um, everything on this list now is $100 or less. Actually, $99 or less, I should say. So I know you're going to dig it. There's some travel tips along the way as you hear this list too. Now, uh, I do want to talk to you a little bit about my travel experience this past weekend. A couple funny things and, and maybe an insightful thing uh, that I actually, I found insightful when I was talking with one of my uh, one of my mates that was on the uh, on the trip with me. And we were talking about what a vacation really is because we went to Western Norway to Olesund, which is this beautiful town. I went with these guys I've been playing music with, We're I guess we're in a band. And we went, to record music in a studio, it was incredible. It was just an awesome experience, and we spent nearly the whole time in the studio. I mean, we were up till like three, four in the morning recording, and then getting back there the next day. We didn't even see much of the of the town, and that was kind of uh, the point. So that ties in with the story of what a vacation is. You know, you go somewhere and you do something like that, and you don't see anything you know, did you really sort of take a vacation? This is what we were talking about. And I wanted to share, uh, his name's Kudister. I wanted to share uh, an insightful comment that he shared with me. And I said, you know what, dude, we were on the windy streets of Olison. There was a, like a storm. It was crazy. And I said, you know, I'm going to share this on the podcast next week. This is a little good little nugget of wisdom. So I'm um, going to share that with you. Yes, later, after I share this Uh, gifts for under $100 list and um, also a little funny thing about airport economics. All right. I will share this list with you now and stick around afterwards. I'll add three items that you didn't hear. Plus, give a shout out to somebody in this community. I'll give you that little nugget of wisdom about what a vacation really is and have a little rant about airport economics. Which uh, I found very amusing. So stick around for that. I will see you on the other side, my friend. If you want to support this podcast at no extra cost for you, if you're going to buy any of these things, I've compiled them all into a list on Amazon. So if you go to zero to Amazon, that's an affiliate link that'll take you to this list. And if you decide to purchase any of these products, you'll be supporting this podcast at no extra cost. To you. So super easy to find. Zero to travel.com slash Amazon will get you to this entire list. And I appreciate your support. Let's get into it. The first gift I have on my list oh, what a classic. The Petzl Tika XP headlamp. A headlamp's just a classic travel staple. Mine's probably about 15 years old, still going strong, never had any problems with it, and take it on almost every trip. I always find a use for a headlamp. And you think, well, what do I need a flashlight for in this day and age? Yeah, I guess you could use your phone, but sometimes you want to go hands-free. And a good headlamp is something that's indispensable for the traveler. So I really recommend having a headlamp. Uh, You already know this if you camp or hike or do anything like that. But even regular travelers, I've used this thing so many times, in hostels in uh weird situations where I've just needed some light and this is a great brand it's basic it's functional it does everything you need and it lasts as you can see like I said I've had mine for a decade plus so get one of those and you won't be disappointed number 2 the Swiss army knife i mean it's a classic right if you don't have a swiss army knife or you know somebody that's traveling doesn't have a swiss army knife you should pick one up. It's got all the little tools that you need. And if you want to add a personal touch, I highly recommend engraving it because that can be a nice thing to have for somebody that you're giving this as a gift to. I have one multi-tool Swiss Army knife that's engraved and it's always nice to look at that. And I'm holding my Swiss Army knife right now. You can probably hear me rattling it around in my hands. It's just got everything you need in one spot. So really, Swiss Army knife's a no-brainer. Now, if you're checking, if you're not checking your bag... You can't carry on a knife, as you know. So that can be a problem. But for some trips, road trips, or trips that you're checking a bag, it's great to have a Swiss Army knife with you. Number three, and this is uh, the exception to the uh, the link I mentioned at the top. All of these things I'm going to mention today are available at zerototravel.com slash Amazon. But this one isn't. This is available at another link. It's zerototravel.com slash Tortuga. Because this is sold by the backpack company Tortuga Backpacks. And they have an Outbreaker Day Pack, which is something I use every single day of my life, nearly every day of my life, whether I'm traveling or not. It's made out of sailcloth. Uh, it's an excellent material. It's super packable. So if you want to stuff it in to a bigger bag or a backpack or a suitcase, you can bring it with you and take it out wherever you are uh, when you arrive. But it's also something that you can use at home all the time. It's a day pack. It's a great size. It fits a ton of stuff, but it's not too bulky. It's not too... Um, small and the construction's incredible. I've never had any, had any issues with the zippers, or the pockets or anything like that. This is a top of the line day pack at an affordable price, the Tortuga Outbreaker Day Pack. Again, this is the only thing that's not on the Amazon list. So if you go to zerototravel.com slash tortuga, that link will take you to a page where you can grab that and you get 10% off just for being a listener, uh, just for listening to this podcast right now. So that's number three. Number four and number five kind of go together. And I would say they do go together. I am quasi obsessed with my Parker pen, and in particular the stainless steel pen. It, right now, at the time of this recording, it's under fifteen bucks, so it's not one of those really expensive pens. But man, is it a, a wonderful writing utility! I mean, it, this thing makes me want to write. It just glides across the page. And if you're thinking, "Come on, Jason, this is just a pen. Like, what's the big deal? A pen's a pen." No. My friend, you're wrong. I'm telling you, use this pen, give it a try, and you'll never go back. I love this pen. And I'm pairing it with a moleskin notebook, a classic moleskin notebook. Uh, you can't go wrong as a traveler if you want to capture some memories, some ideas. I always have. Uh, moleskin notebooks of a variety of sizes around me at all times. Basically, they have small ones that can fit in your pocket. They have uh, larger ones that have hard covers, larger soft cover ones that are real thin and minimal. So it's pretty much pick your poison when it comes to the uh, moleskin notebooks. But always a great item to give to a traveler. So if you want to do a little something extra, and you don't want to just get them a moleskin journal or something like that, get a Parker pen with it, and it's a really nice touch that uh, that can make a great gift combo. Okay, so that's four and five. Number six, another obsession of mine, looking at another <laughs> long-time item that I've owned, the Kindle Paperwhite. I'm a huge reader, and I never thought I would get into the Kindle because I thought ah, I just like to have paper books. I don't. I want to f- the feel of the page, and I do love that. Don't get me wrong. I'm old school in that way. But the Kindle Paperwhite is this really pleasant experience. It's a really... Pleasant reading experience is the only way I can describe it. It's not like reading a screen at all, even though it, it is a screen of sorts, but it's backlit and I don't know how they make this thing, but it does not, I read it in bed and then I fall asleep. I can't fall asleep to the TV or computer or anything like that. It's not the screen experience that you're thinking if you've never used a Kindle before and that's your hang-up, you should definitely give this a try. The Kindle Paperwhite, you can bring so many books with you, uh, countless books, way more than you could read in a, on a given trip. And I love the ability to just get books, any books that I want anywhere Back in the day, I used to have to, well, I I still like doing this, but you have to find a bookstore and find the English book section. hope you can find something interesting, and now you can just have whatever you want with you. Of course, we're all spoiled nowadays, aren't we? A little bit spoiled, right? Uh, With the Kindle Paperwhite, I do recommend a leather cover. I'm looking at mine right now. Uh, Even though it's been all over the world, it's... Oh, it's a little rough and a little beat up, but not really. It's still in great shape. And uh, I put this on the list. Again, zerototravel.com slash Amazon will take you to all these items that I have that I'm talking about today. So the Kindle Paperwhite with the leather cover. Number seven, we all have earbuds, right? And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cheat a little bit here because one of these recommendations is over $100, but I wanted to give you this option for those people that want the Bluetooth type of headphone experience. But for unbeatable headphones at not only just under $100, but right now under $10 uh, with no mic. If you want it with a mic, it's under $15. These Panasonic ErgoFit in-ear earbud headphones. I... Love these things. I've had so many different kinds of headphones. Skullcandy, you know, the uh, Apple headphones, all these different headphones that I've used because I love listening to music. I love listening to audiobooks, podcasts, and all that good stuff. They've all broken after some ridiculously short amount of time. Like, you'd think they would last longer. You'd think they would make them better. The Panasonic ones, I couldn't believe how long they lasted. I just wore out my first pair and it had been... Many many years. I don't know how many years. I expected them to break many years ago. So I just finally got a new pair, and I ordered two, and under ten bucks a pair. You can't go wrong with these things. Now, I couldn't stick to the under hundred dollar rule for Bluetooth headphones. If that's something that you want, uh, I'll be totally transparent with this. I just got sent a pair of this Vista um, headphones by J. Uh, it's called J Bird. Vista headphones, and they're True Wireless Sport headphones. And the second I got them, I charged them up, and the whole experience was awesome. I mean, its it was unlike anything that I expected, actually, from Bluetooth headphones. And like I said before, I'm a little bit old school. I don't mind plugging in my headphones, carrying them around. They're minimal. They're light. I think, what do I need another thing to charge for? This is going to be annoying. But the way they've designed these things, where they just magnetically slide right into the case you could just charge the whole case and when you put them on they're all ready to go and charged up and they're waterproof that's another thing that sold me I and mean, these really are made for sport but when you think about travel i like to adapt things that aren't necessarily marketed towards travel i'm using air quotes there um there are a lot of travel items people are like oh this is the best travel underwear this is the best travel this travel that that's all bs because the best thing is the best thing is going to work for you and your situation. And thinking about these headphones and understand oh, I can have a pair of Bluetooth headphones that are waterproof that I can take anywhere with me. I don't care if it's got a runner on the box or somebody, you know, it's more for athletes. I, I'm a traveler. I'll take, I'll be out and about doing things in all kinds of weather conditions. So if you're looking for, a pair of Bluetooth headphones. Check out these Vista Jaybirds. Again, they're under 200 bucks At the time of this recording, they're $179.99 on Amazon. So uh, it's a little cheat on this list, but that's why I, I brought in the under $10 headphones I mentioned before, because uh, those are under 100 bucks. So if this is like what we'd call the, the splurge item, if you will, on this list. So there you go. That's a little bonus one for you. Number eight. And this is a travel tip with this. Uh, this is something I don't see a lot of people doing, but I love to do myself. The sea to Summit makes this dry sack, and it's basically a stuff sack. It's waterproof. It's the kind of thing that you might take kayaking with you. A lot of kayakers would use this type of thing or people that are doing water sports where you put everything in this bag. It rolls up into water in a watertight situation, and then you clip it together. I'll, I'll clip it together now so you can get the sound effect here. Yep. Maybe you heard that clip. And it keeps all your stuff completely dry. Now, how do I use this thing? I'm not out kayaking all the time when I'm traveling. Well, I like to have a waterproof stuff sack with me uh, on a trip because if you're traveling for a while, you can get caught in the rain. It's really easy to kind of get caught in different types of weather. I love to have this thing in my day pack. Because I can put... If I have my Kindle with me and my phone and other electronics and I get caught out in a storm or something, I can put everything, a a guidebook, whatever. I can put everything in in this dry sack and just roll it up and keep it in my day pack like that. And then my books don't get wet. My clothes don't get wet. Nothing gets wet because it's protected. So the day pack could get soaked. I could get soaked. But if I have everything in here, everything stays dry. So that's a really cool... Uh, travel tip for you and something to consider when you're going on longer term trips. So the Sea to Summit dry sack, I love. Uh, Number nine, I just got sent this as well. So I haven't gotten to use this in the field yet, but I'm already a huge fan uh, only because of the sustainability aspect. And, and I'm pairing this with uh, number 10. So my my thing that I have used for many, many years is my platypus water bottle, a two liter water bottle that you take with you. It folds down and it goes, uh, it's super light. It's uh, super compact and super durable. And if you want to fill up water anywhere, you just use this platypus thing, unroll it, open it up, fill it up, It's great and not expensive at all. So for just standard travel to places where you can drink water anywhere and all that good stuff, uh, this platypus water bladder is the perfect solution. You don't have to have a big plastic water bottle or big heavy water bottle with you. Um, You don't want to buy plastic along the way. It's just bad for the environment. It's not contributing to... Any local area that you're visiting by using plastic and creating that waste. So bring your own water bladder, bring your own water bottle. And I really recommend this platypus just because it's so light and so packable, it's insane. So you want to have less weight, you want to pack less. This is the way to go. Now, if you're going to an area where you're going to have to, uh, you can't drink the water you're going to have to purify the water somehow, or you think, oh, I'm going to have to buy plastic bottles of water now because I can't drink the water in this country. Think again, because this is the item I was just referring to that I just got sent by uh, Grail, and it's G-R-A-Y-L. They have a a thing called a Geopress water purifier. It's uh, 24 ounces, this particular one, and It just looks like a water bottle, except it purifies your water, so it turns it into clean drinking water. So you just pour the water in, you press it down, and within under a minute, you have clean drinking water. It's an incredible product to help you cut down on waste environmentally friendly more conscious travel and that's why i'm taking this thing with me when i go to these locations so i just got this that's why i'm saying i haven't had a chance to test it in the field yet because i haven't gone anywhere where i couldn't drink the water since i've gotten it but i'm really excited to have that with me and know that i'm leaving less of a footprint and i'm doing my part by not creating more plastic waste so uh, check that out it's on the list so 10 and uh, 9 and 10 there Water bottles uh, for the standard travel, go with that platypus. This episode is brought to you by U.S. Bank. Recently, I went out for tacos, and it wasn't even Friday. Yes, we have Taco Friday in Norway, not Taco Tuesday. Well, more importantly, I could have earned rewards for every scrumptious bite of those chorizo soft shells. Introducing the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Earn four times points when you go out for dining or order takeout and restaurant delivery, including tacos. Plus, you can earn two times points when you shop for or order your groceries. Two times points when you need to fill up or charge up at gas stations and EV charging stations. You're even rewarded with two times points just for your favorite streaming services. Go to usbank.com slash altitude. Go! to learn more about how you can earn 20,000 bonus points worth $200 if you spend $1,000 in the first 90 days of opening your account. Win big with the U.S. Bank Altitude Go Visa Signature Card. Visit usbank.com slash altitudego to apply. Limited time offer. The creditor and issuer of this card is U.S. Bank National Association pursuant to a license from Visa USA Inc. Some restrictions may apply. This episode of Zero to Travel is presented by the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder. From muddy jungle paths and snowy trails to rolling sand dunes, the 2024 Nissan Pathfinder has the capability to take you to some of the most epic destinations on Earth. We're excited to partner with Nissan because our listeners know we love to celebrate the joy of exploring the world and finding the best off-the-beaten path destinations to visit. And there's no better vehicle for that than the 2024 Nissan pathfinder with seven drive modes the pathfinder's available intelligent 4x4 is built for even the most epic journeys and it even has the best towing capacity in its class up to 6,000 pounds so you can bring the fun with you but nissan also knows that it's not just about where you go in a pathfinder the real fun comes from getting there and that's something we love celebrating here on the zero to travel podcast we believe that life is about finding that joy within the journey itself and that's why We're thrilled to partner with Nissan to celebrate adventurers everywhere. So thanks again to Nissan for sponsoring this episode of Zero to Travel and for the reminder to chase bigger, better, more exciting adventures and enjoy the ride along the way. Learn more at NissanUSA.com. Number 11, uh, and I'm grouping these together. I have on the list for women and men. Uh, I would never have known about this product if I didn't live in Norway. I live in Oslo, Norway, and traveling around here, wool is a huge deal. I mean, A, because there's tons of sheep. Maybe that's why. But B, it's mostly because of the weather. You just learn that, hey, you need to wear wool a lot of the year here in Norway. And my experience with wool has always been a little negative, I would say. I've had wool socks that have worn holes in them before really quickly, and even though they were expensive. I've had other wool sweaters and things like that that have itched and they bother me and they're just not comfortable. And then I found the Janice Merino wool shirt and long johns. If you're thinking of a second layer where you have a, a shirt and long underwear on underneath, oh, these things are magical. I, I would have never known about this brand if I didn't live in Norway because it's it is made in Norway, it's a Norwegian product. I've never seen it outside of Norway, but I did check on Amazon and it is there. Again, that link zero to travel.com/amazon will take you to this entire list and you can find these products I linked up to the women's and the men's version. Never, ever have I had a more comfortable shirt and pair of long johns of any kind. <laughs> really, not just wool. These this is one of my favorite clothing items it's probably the thing i have on the most the shirt not the long johns all the time but most days here in norway in the winter the shirt yeah even in the fall and the spring because it can be pretty cold here so comfortable so warm doesn't get smelly after you've worn it for many days it's like i don't know i think like a a wizard or a sorceress somehow got into the janus factory and <laughs> cast a spell on these things to make the perfect uh, wool Under long underwear and undergarments. And uh, again, I wear the shirt not just under things, but I'm wearing it right now. And uh, so comfortable, so incredible, highly recommended, definitely worth the price, hands down 100%. Okay, got two more things left on the list here. I'm wearing these as well. Uh, They don't have a female version of this, but I found the female version of it. And what I'm talking about is the Prana Zion stretch pants. Now, I think pants that are made for travel generally are ugly, (laughs) ugly and lame. I don't like the way they look. I'm sorry if you wear those zip-off shorts things. I can't stand them. I like to have a pair of travel pants that, that I can wear to a fancy restaurant and look good, but that I can also wear hiking up a mountain or walking through a city or doing... Any number of activities. And that's exactly what you get with the Prana Zion stretch pants. The female version of that is the Hala roll-up pants. That's the closest I could find. Four-way stretch. Uh, so comfortable. So easy to move around for active travelers. But again, you can I could put a nice shirt on, go out, and these look like completely normal khaki pants. I'm wearing the khaki color right now. Uh, they're super nice. I've gotten all kinds of spills on them, but they're not really stained up. I can't say enough good things about these pants. I've had them for years, and I still don't see any... I'm looking at them right now as I'm looking at my legs. (laughs) I don't see any tears, holes, even anything that looks roughed up uh, after years and years. So I'm a huge fan of these pants. And again, this is another one of those things where I'm appropriating something that's not necessarily made for travel. It's made for more like hiking and rock climbing and things like that, but... I use them for travel all the time and everyday life. And actually most of the things I have on this list I use in everyday life, which is another reason why I wanted to put together this ultimate list for you because these aren't just things that you're going to throw in your backpack or your suitcase. These are things you can use anytime or whoever you're giving these gifts to. Lastly... This is more of a travel item for the coffee lover and for somebody that's. It might not be something you want to pack if you're traveling really minimally, but if I was going on a road trip or something like that, I would definitely be bringing it. And that's my Aeropress coffee maker. This thing makes the best cup of coffee you will ever taste. And. If you uh, check it out, go, go to that link, zero to travel.com slash Amazon. You can read all the reviews. You can read all about it, see what it's all about. It's a. it's hard to describe what it looks like and how it works. I can tell you that it's minimal, it's durable, and excuse me, it makes a delicious cup of coffee, and you can really perfect a recipe with this. You don't have to be a coffee snob either. It's not hard to do. Just dump some coffee and hot water in there, stir it up, let it sit for three minutes. You push it through with your hand into a cup and you have delicious coffee. It's awesome. I'm a huge fan of the AeroPress coffee maker. So coffee lovers are thanking me for that. I hope you enjoyed this, what I call a timeless list of gifts for travelers or gifts for yourself. If you're a traveler, you're looking for a little something for yourself. Here you go. This is the ultimate list. Again, I I couldn't even add up the amount of years I've had a lot of these things, it's quite a lot, and you will be using these things throughout your regular life as well. So, they're great buys, great investments, and I hope you enjoyed listening to this podcast. I can recap the list one more time the Petzl, Tika XP headlamp, two Swiss Army knife, three Tortuga Outbreaker Day Pack. If you want something a little bigger. You can check out the Outbreaker full backpack. That's over $100, but the day pack is not. Uh, number four, the Moleskin Notebook. Couple that with the Parker Pen for five. Number six, Kindle Paperwhite with a case. Number seven, Panasonic ErgoFit. In-ear earbuds and the Splurge Notes. If you wanted something that's over two hundred bucks, you don't mind spending the money. Check out the Vista J Bird Bluetooth headphones. Uh, number eight, the Sea to Summit Dry Sack. Number nine, the Grail twenty-four ounce water purifier. Number ten, the Platypus water bladder. Number eleven, the Janus Merino wool second layer. It's incredible. Number twelve, the Zion Stretch Pants or the Hollow Roll Ups for women from Prana. And number thirteen, the Aeropress coffee maker. Lastly before i let you go if you got some money to spend why not consider giving some to charity as well i just wanted to throw that in because charity is always a great gift for the holidays and i love if people will donate some money in my name or whatever if you have a lot of these things or you don't need anything consider that uh it's always a great thing i love pencils of promise i love uh my son was born with a club foot so i uh support a organization called Miracle Feet that helps kids with club feet around the world in developing countries where they can't afford the treatment for that kind of stuff. Um, so if you want to uh, do something for them, check out Miracle Feet. It's one of my favorites. Uh, and those are probably my two favorite charities right now. There you have it. It's an awesome list. I got to tell you, practical, useful, great stuff. Nice stuff. I'm always a fan of spending a little bit more money to get something that's quality and good that, again, makes me feel good using it and uh, is something that adds something to my life. And I hope that you enjoyed hearing a few of my favorite travel items for under 100 bucks. So some great holiday gift ideas for yourself or for a loved one. Again, don't forget Tortuga has that sale going on. If you go to tortugabackpacks.com slash zero and buy anything the discount will automatically be applied at checkout you'll save twenty percent if you spend two hundred bucks twenty five percent if you spend three hundred and if you spend five hundred or more you'll save thirty percent and that sale runs from November seventeenth through the twenty first so you heard me heard me talk about the tortuga day pack uh the Outbreaker day pack, which I love and uh the Outbreaker the regular Outbreaker with the Day Pack—that is my favorite combination for travel—and I also use their other backpacks uh, around town and for uh, different things. But when I'm going on an extended trip, that's my one-two combo. So anyway, you can try out any of their backpacks, and they have a policy where you—you know—you can get it shipped to you. You can put your stuff in it. You can wear it around. If you don't like it, you can send it back and return it. No questions asked. So you really have nothing to lose. And if you go to again, tortugabackpacks.com slash zero, that's where you can take advantage of that sale running November 17th through December 21st for 2020 only. So be sure to take advantage of that. Okay. I've got three add-ons to this list. Something I have used almost every day for, I don't know how many years now, I mean, I got this laptop that I'm using uh, right now in 2013. So seven years, I've used this Thule laptop case. You know, Thule, T-H-U-L-E. They are more known probably for the things that they make for roof racks, where you can put your gear in and things like that. I didn't know they made gear for your computer, but man, am I satisfied with this Thule uh, laptop case for my MacBook Pro. It's awesome. So if you're looking for... A heavy-duty laptop case that'll really protect your laptop when you're traveling. Uh, This thing has not done me wrong. Again, I've used it for seven years. Uh, The only thing that happened was uh, where I hold on to the zippers. That broke off a little bit, but after seven years and extensive use, that's not that surprising. But the zipper itself didn't break, and there's still something to grab onto, so it still works just fine. So, after all those years, I could say that's pretty minimal given how much I've used it uh, literally almost every day. So uh, if you're looking for a laptop case, that Thule uh, one is awesome. Smart Roll Argyle socks. You know, I like a little bit of a funky sock. I like fun socks. You know, you can have fun with your socks. I mean, you see a lot of fun socks out there now. I got boring socks on right now. I'm looking down. I got uh, some gray and blue ones. Whatever. You don't care. <laughs> Smartwool Argyle socks, though. You might care about those. Yeah, I don't know. I had a, a argyle pair for a long time. I love argyle socks, and it's just kind of cool when you can find wool socks that aren't just a plain color. So you can have like a little dressy sock or just a little bit of fun and still have a wool sock. And we use a lot of wool here in Norway. But uh, wool is great for travel, like especially thinner wool socks because uh, you can use them in all kinds of conditions, Keep kind of wicks the uh, moisture away from your foot keeps the blisters away. You probably don't want to pack wool socks if you're going to, you know, Central America in the middle of the summer. But a lot of places where you can use wool socks. So those are fun. And for all of you people that are working and traveling out there, if you're looking to level up your your game when it comes to your production, if it's just on Zoom calls or you want to do a podcast or something like that, I'm going to tell you what microphone I use. It's the Audio-Technica ATR2100. It's a USB mic. Now, I use the direct input. I'm not going to get too technical here. But you can use it as a USB microphone. So if you're looking for a microphone to travel with because you need that kind of thing for your work or whatever, this is the microphone to get. It's under 100 bucks, And this is sort of the standard issue podcaster Mike. A lot of podcasters use it. I love it and I think I have like four or five of them now. So uh, there you go. just wanted to add a few things there to the list just to uh, you know spice it up a little bit for 2020. Okay. A couple stories to share and uh, a shout out of course. Now I was in the airport for many hours on Thursday last week when we were traveling to Olesund And, uh, you know, our flight got delayed because of weather. It was there was the airport was pretty much empty, had masks on and everything, but there really wasn't many people around. It was fairly easy and we were only staying in within the country, but it was my first time on an airplane since COVID. So that was really interesting and kind of exciting and also a little bit nerve wracking, I think. But given to where we were going, which was a pretty, you know, pretty quiet area, not a lot of people traveling. It wasn't really as bad as I uh, maybe thought it was going to be. Airport, again, totally dead. I've never seen an airport so dead. And it's it's kind of bizarre when you spend so many hours in the airport, right? You enter kind of this weird uh, twilight zone, I would say, because our flight was supposed to leave at 1050. It got delayed a half hour, then a half hour, then a half hour. And then all of a sudden, they're like, your flight's not leaving till... Four o'clock. It was like four, four thirty. So we're like, all right. I tell you what, it gets weird when you spend that many hours in the airport and nobody's there. And I kind of figured something out. Uh, there's a weird economic system going on. I called it airport economics, where it's somehow okay, justifiable, even more than justifiable, just plain normal to spend over eight dollars on a bag of chocolate peanuts what to spend you know 12 or 15 bucks on a beer or 30 dollars on a burger of course this is an airport in Norway but it's just like ah, eh, you know what what we're in the airport like all of the economics in the airport are different everything is so much more expensive it's like they've got you trapped there so they can just charge more but also in some way you kind of care less because you're just stuck at the airport what are you going to do <laughs> you know you need to eat You know, you get bored, maybe you go to a shop, you get some chocolate peanuts. So uh, there's an interesting economic system at play at the airport, particularly when you enter the Twilight Zone version of the airport and you're maybe on a really long journey or you've just been there for many hours delayed. It's like it sort of becomes okay, like a gift to yourself, speaking of gifts, to just, you know, spend uh, money frivolously on uh, on various airport related items. So uh, that's what I did at the airport. Yes, the that bag of chocolate peanuts for whatever 9 bucks. Where is that bag of chocolate peanuts actually? I got to dig into my backpack see if I still have those. That was I spent a lot of money on those things. Um anyway, so next time you're at the airport and uh you start, you know, spending money like a a wild person, you think just think, you know, you're you're sucked into the airport economic system and uh whatever. Sit back, relax and enjoy it, I guess. And my friend, Christer, as I was saying, we were walking down the streets of all the suns, windy, 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 rainy, rain was sideways at one point, not at that moment when we were out, but you know, we were spending all this time in the stu- studio of recording music, which I will put on the podcast. I will share some, some tunes that we recorded on the podcast, uh, at some point when they get mixed down. And, uh, I'm excited to share those with you. We had some awesome sessions and, uh, I was like, man, we were up till three, four in the morning and we were having a blast, but we were like working really hard too. And I said, you know, what is a, is it like a vacation when you're just, you know, you never really see the daylight and you just go into the studio and you, you come out and you know, you're, you're eating frozen pizza and you you don't do anything, you know, really social in the city or anything like that. And he was saying, you know, I think this is like almost a direct quote. He said, you know, sometimes a vacation isn't about relaxing It's just about doing something different. And I thought that was wise and smart, right? I think we have this uh, tendency to think about vacations as, you know, we're supposed to just be finding this time to relax or unwind from our regular lives or whatever. But, you know, this is a great sort of way, I think, to think about it. You know, sometimes a vacation isn't about relaxing. It's just about doing something different for us that was working hard and recording some music and just having a totally different experience, having never been in a real professional music studio like that. And these guys are incredible musicians and I'm, uh, I was just trying to keep up there, but uh, what a learning experience and totally different and just really awesome. So I, you know, I got to see a little bit of Olsund, but really not much. We were mostly in the studio and at the hotel and had a blast. And by Krister's definition of a vacation. I think I definitely went on a vacation. So something to think about there. Okay, let me give a shout out to somebody in this community. Got an email from Michael Cox. What is He said? Hey, Jason, I've been listening to the podcast for a couple of years. Finally decided to drop you a note. I look forward to a new one quote unquote dropping and I try to save them for my long runs because it helps me keep my mind off the fact that I'm still running. Dude, I, uh, I totally feel you on that when I'm running. I'm like, I, is there something else I can think of that doesn't involve me thinking about the fact that I'm running? <laughs> I feel you, man. Uh, he goes on to say... Since I know you've asked about who it is that listens, I guess I should introduce myself. I'm in my mid-50s, recent empty nester with a 100% remote job. So you can probably guess I'm plotting a lot of travel once we get past COVID. My wife and I live outside of Chicago, but we spend a lot of time in Phoenix, Scottsdale in the winter. I'm into hiking and trail running, so most of our vacations tend to have a great outdoors tilt to them. Our last big trip before the pandemic was New Zealand, which turns out to be a good move, which turned out to be a good move since who knows when we'll get back. So far this year, we did a Lake Michigan loop by car, which was fun. And I drove out to Arizona with a couple days stop in Moab, Utah, one of my favorite places. Side note, uh, not a terrible year, all things considered. Just goes on to say on our short term list for next hiking trips are, interestingly enough, Norway, Scotland and maybe return trip to Ireland. We are also looking to do something a bit more relaxing like Singapore at some point. I really enjoy the podcast. I think you've done a great job on the guests and themes. I like that while travel is a constant theme, your show's also hit on other parts of life that are important to all of us. Be well, and if I get the Norway trip further into the planning stage, I may hit you up for some ideas on favorite trails. Michael. Thanks, Michael. You know, don't just hit me up for uh, some ideas. I mean hit me up to hang. I always say anytime anybody listens to the show, if you come through Oslo, Norway and I'm here and able to meet up, just ping me and uh, we can have a coffee together or a beer or something. I love to meet up with other people in this community and have been fortunate over the years for that to happen. Although not recently because nobody's really traveling that much, but uh, as we ramp up again, don't forget that's always an offer that's available to you and it would be uh Great fun to meet up and hang out in person. So, thank you very much, Michael, for sharing your story. And if you have a story to share or a tip or you just want to say hi, please drop me a line. Jason at zero to travel.com is my email. I have been asking people to just open the audio app on your smartphone and send me some audio so I can put you on the podcast. It's great when I read these emails, but it would be nice to just hear your voice. So uh, you've heard me play some of those in recent episodes. If you have any audio to share, you just want to, instead of writing me an email, record some audio and send it to me via email. Again, Jason at ZeroToTravel.com. Be great to hear your voice. Just uh, You can, whatever, ask a question, share a travel tip, just say hi and introduce yourself. It's all good. It's all good. You're amongst friends here. Okay. Was that everything? Did I fulfill all of my promises for the episode? Wait a minute. We need to, we need to pull a quote out of the quote drawer. I can't just leave you. I'm, I'm digging in here. Digging in. Let's see what we got here. A little quote for you. Oh, first words run. So, Michael, you must have been uh, sending out some energy through that email. Okay. This is from Heyfitz. Run, my dear, from anything that may not strengthen your precious budding wings. I'll leave you with that. Thanks so much for your time. Peace and love. And I'll see you next time. Cheers. This podcast has been brought to you by ZeroToTravel.com. Ideas and advice to make your travel dreams a reality.